The literal beauty and intricate oneness of the Word of God found in the majority text is glorious to behold. It is breathtaking to the student of the Scriptures, who has made a covenant by sacrifice. A covenant by sacrifice simply means you've entered into the contract of life through the sacrifice of God's only begotten Son, Christ Jesus, and the living sacrifice of your own life surrendered unto Christ. Jesus calls it being born again, born the second time. If you have not yet entered into this eternal covenant, click on the Further with Jesus and do it now while you still have time. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 and 23. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? God said, Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 through 8, Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee, the glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. Man said the Bible is not to be taken literally, but that it is a composite of archaic allegories that are, of course, subject to private interpretation. Now the record. Those who are actually looking for truth find it in the source of truth, the inerrant word of God. The unchanging documents of Holy Writ have stood the test of over 6,000 years of the world's greatest carnal challengers. The skeptics have all fallen and are falling, yet the Word of God stands unscathed. Science continually discovers truth that proves the veracity of the Word of God. Thousands of years before man arrives at the understanding of a, a particular truth, he finds that God has already declared the principle in the Bible or displayed it in his creative handiwork. Today's subject will declare it again. The Word of God places a pivotal focus on light and its related concepts. The following brief list of foundational verses will certify this statement. 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 and 7. This, then, is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. Note that God is light, and dwelling in him, the words are in him, is no darkness at all. James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God is the Father of lights. John chapter 1, verses 6 and 9. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light but was sent to bear witness of that light, that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. God's word speaks here of Jesus Christ, who is the true light with a capital L. 
John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. God's word speaks of the salvation principle. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 16, The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region in shadow of death light is sprung up. This is a literal accurate occurrence at the day of one's salvation. Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 29, For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. God lightens a believer's darkness. Colossians chapter 1, verses 12 through 13, Giving thanks unto the Father which hath, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Note that it is an inheritance of the saints in light. God's word refers continually to an inner light that grows on a daily basis as we put on the mind of Christ, who is the true light. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 reads, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. God speaks of an internal light, one that fills the body, a light that generates health and life. The skeptics mock such concepts and lift them up as examples of the ineptness of the Bible. Could Jesus be speaking accurately in Luke chapter 11, verses 34 through 36? The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole body shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. The principle of a single eye is an eye fixed upon Jesus Christ and him alone. When this is accomplished, the Bible says the whole body will be filled with light. Science now has its own understanding of this truth. Without life, no life could exist. Light is the life source spiritually and physically. It travels at approximately 186,000 miles per second, delivering its goods to the earth. It brings life's energy with all living creatures, including all plant life, tapping into it through a process known as photosynthesis. This process affects every single cell in the human body. The number of these cells is estimated to be between 65 and 100 trillion. When photosynthesis ends, death is the result. The following excerpt is from an interview conducted by investigative reporter Pam Klebs, published in April 2005 by the health publication Crusader. She was interviewing Jerry Brunetti, who is the managing director of AgriDynamics. The question to Brunetti was, can you explain how the immune system works? Brunetti said, well, you have to have raw materials to feed the, 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 excuse me, the immune system, and you have to have components that modulate the immune system. Apparently, what's going on is that there's a communication breakdown among the cells. Cells communicate in the electromagnetic realm, or rather they emit photons, which are light particles. Environmental toxins can block the frequencies the cells communicate with. In other words, light is being emitted at a particular wavelength. Other cells are able to take that light as language and know how to do what they need to do. It's called photon repair. Scientists know it exists. They don't understand how it works, but they know that's what happens at the DNA level, end of quote. 
A photon is radiant energy, a unit of light intensity. 65 to 100 trillion cells in your body communicate by emitting light, truly an internal lifelight. Dr. Fritz Albert Popp, a physicist from Munich, Germany, specializes in the study of biophotons, which are made up of electromagnetic waves. His laboratory is the largest of its kind in the world. The author, Sanford Frumpker, in his book, Test and Grow Healthy, comments concerning Pop studies. Photons are packages of energy, and bio means life. So biophotons are packages of the energy that carry the information of life. Biophotons are made up of the electromagnetic waves with a frequency range of 10 to the 14th power to 10 to the 16th power hertz, and they carry information of life. All living things absorb photons of these frequencies. All living things also produce photons of this frequency. And when one cell of a living organism communicates with other cells, it does so by sending photons of this bioelectromagnetic frequency. Pop further found that when any living organism died, the biophotons carrying bioelectromagnetic energy of 10 to the 14th power to 10 to the 16th power hertz immediately and completely left the body. When that energy was gone, life ceased. He also found that photons were coherent radiation. This means that they radiated laser beams. They could thus work between all single systems of cells at the highest speed possible, the speed of light. What's more, they had a higher coherence or constituted a much more refined technical system than the lasers we can produce with our advanced technology. While industrial lasers emit only limited wavelengths, the biological system emits an infinite number of wavelengths, end of quote. It's, inter it's interesting to note that earlier, Brunetti said, light is being emitted at a particular wavelength. Other cells are able to take that light as language and know how to do what they need to do. Imagine the trillions of the body's cells communicate in a language of light. Remember the God of light spoke us into existence with words, language, and all light carries language, information. When the single eye of the mind of a believer is fixed upon Christ, who is the true light, the believer's whole body will be filled with life-enhancing light. This reality should be able to be seen in quantitative measurements, and it is. In a feature on this website titled The Power of Going to Church, God Said Men Said reports the health-enhancing and life-extending benefits of attending church where the mind is fixed upon light. The following excerpt is from that exciting feature. Hundreds of studies have been and are presently being conducted to ascertain whether there is any connection between religious faith and health. Some of the latest results are shocking to the unbelieving world. In 1999, the results of a study conducted by the University of Texas were published. 22,000 people were followed over a nine-year period. Those who attended church or synagogue more than once a week lived an average of eight years longer than those who didn't. Let me say it another way. Those who attended church more than once a week lived 2,920 days or 11% longer than those who didn't. A Yale study reported that churchgoers were less likely to become physically disabled. In a syndicated article released by Knight Rider newspapers, it was recorded several studies concluded that people who attended religious uh, services regularly 
are hospitalized less often and have a stronger immune system than people who rarely or never attend. There's a place to seek the face of God, to rejoice, to give thanks, and to be glad. On this website, an article titled The Merry Heart or a Broken Spirit discusses bone marrow. It shows that when one rejoices, is positive, is happy, the bone marrow manufactures red and white blood cells politically. White blood cells attack disease, and red blood cells bring food and oxygen to our bodies. This is, in fact, a powerful part of our, part, excuse me, of our immune system. A 1995 Spokane, Washington study of 232 heart patients found that those who described themselves as deeply religious were more likely to be alive six months after surgery than those who were not. Harvard's Mind-Body Institute found that those who prayed regularly were able to reduce blood pressure and ease symptoms of chronic pain and illness. Again, the Knight Rider article cites a 1996 poll of family doctors that found 99% believe spiritual practices and prayer can be helpful in medical treatment. Jesus Christ is the true light that lighteth every man who comes into this world. But to those who fix their eyes upon him, his words in John 10.10 are fulfilled. It reads, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Going to church church more than once a week generates eight entire years of more life. This is more abundant life with less disease and quicker recovery when sickness does occur. Could it be literal? Could Jesus and the holy word he gave unto us have actually known something that modern science is just now stumbling over? The answer, of course, is a resounding, unquestionable, glorious, life-giving yes. God is light. And he fills all things, which includes the universe and even our mortal bodies. At the end of this feature, there is the list of subjects on God said, man said, that deals with this life-giving concept. Get a cup of tea, kick up your feet, and click and listen. God said, Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 and 23, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil... Thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. God said, Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 through 8, Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. Man said, The Bible is not to be taken literally, but that it is a composite of archaic allegories that are, of course, subject to private interpretation. Now you have the record.